Welcome to the Garden Path Podcast. I'm your host, Misty Little. This is season two, episode 14, and the final episode of this season. And I am going to be using the next several months to plan and brainstorm ideas for podcast episodes for next season, as well as do some pre-recording on some episodes, uh, some solo episodes. I hope to get some solo, some episodes recorded with my husband and maybe a few interviews uh, prepped in advance as well. Um, if you hear my cat, that's Leo. He's running around here jingling. So, um, that's kind of where I'm headed for season three and that'll be debuting in October or November, uh, of 2017. So, um, and also I just like to have summer to garden. <laughs> I know it gets a little hectic around here for me. Um, and sometimes my husband goes out of town, so I'm having to work full time, juggle, you know, raising my son and, you know, try to garden on this little plot of land we have as well as do other hobbies and, you know, regular household tasks. So it kind of gets to be crazy to run a podcast as well. So if I can do some stuff on the, on the background in the meantime, um, that would be great. Um, before we get too far, I do want to thank all of my guests for this season. Um, because they are what made the season. <laughs> and it has uh, definitely broadened my horizons doing this podcast, learning uh, about the different ways of gardening, the way people think about gardening, um, their focus areas. And I find it interesting just to sit down and talk to people about gardening. And so I'd like to thank everybody who has been on um, I think I'm going to give a little update on a few of the people because some of them have uh, done some interesting things over the last few months. Um, first, Lisa Valinsky, she moved to Philadelphia and she's kind of chronicling a little bit of that on her Instagram. Um, but I'm interested to see what she does about um, maybe joining community garden, see, see what happens as she adventures to a new city for a little while. Um, my brother Curtis was, was doing some vlogging there for a while on YouTube and, um, showing a lot of his garden, but I think he's kind of stopped there for a bit. Uh, definitely YouTube is a little bit of a different beast to tangle with, um, than podcasting or, or blogging. Um, John Murkowski, he actually published his perennials book and I'll put that link on the show notes, um, where you can find that as well. Uh, Linda Lee, she posted a garden tour of her garden, uh, which is really cool because she had not really done a video tour of it before. And so she shared that. Oh, Kara Bova. She is expecting a little gardener, I think in October of this coming year. So that will be fun to see how she incorporates, uh, her little one into her gardening, uh, gardening. It's kind of crazy to garden with kids. Um, uh, if you know, if you've had kids and you've gardened with kids, um, definitely learning experience. Sometimes you have to let things go and um, adjust. That's for sure. So I'll be interested to see uh, see how that goes with her. Um, so as I said, hiatus until October, November. Um, kind of the same thing I plan on for next year as well as ending in April or May as well. I definitely like having the shorter seasons. I know a lot of podcasts go year round or take a month off and call that a break between seasons. But I think the very, a very um, clear definition <laughs> of that podcast break is needed for me. Something else I'm also thinking about 
um, or sponsors and Patreon and maybe not even doing anything and just continue doing this um, as a free personal project, I guess I should say. Um, Sponsors are probably not likely just because of the niche manner of this podcast and I've never done sponsors on my own personal blog, so I don't know. It feels weird. I don't really want to be pitching you guys um, Squarespace or the Third Love Bras or whatever else gets pitched on other podcasts. It doesn't really fit this, and I don't really know as well like gardening people who are with companies that would want to to be on this podcast. Um, That feels weird, too. I don't know. I'm still thinking about that. Patreon seems like the most logical sense to recoup some of the costs just of putting a podcast together and hosting it and, you know, getting a little bit of that time um, because it is a lot of it, a lot of time to do a podcast. That's why you don't see a ton of people doing it. Or if you see people starting them, they kind of flounder after a while. So um, Patreon seems the way to go, but there is like that caveat that, so if people are subscribing, you've kind of got to have that like bonus. What are you going to do on the back end? Are you going to be available for chats? Are you going to have a little subscriber giveaway? Um, I don't know. (laughs) Again, I don't know how much I want to put into that back end because I, like I said, I have a full-time job, a kid, other hobbies, um, a life too. So it's, Things to think about, that's for sure. But if you have an opinion, if you think you would subscribe or be a Patreon supporter, please, you know, just leave a note in the um, comment section of this podcast. I definitely would like to get a feel for what people are thinking about uh, listening to this podcast. Um, So before I keep doing that, we'll run down a list of kind of what's going on in the garden. So currently it's late May. Well, yeah, mid to late May. And it's actually raining, which has not rained much this spring compared to last spring where we were flooding. So I kind of have an inkling in my head that we may head for drought again, but we'll have to see. Um, But we did get some rain today, which I'm very thankful for (laughs) because the garden was really needing it. Um, In the flower garden, our milkweed is doing really well. We've got the tropical milkweed, and I started seeds for swamp milkweed and common milkweed and um, showy, I believe. And they're all doing really well. Tropical is always going gangbusters. That's what does really well for us. Um, Brugmansias are coming back. Um, they're kind of one of the late starts coming back from the roots after the our, our freeze this year. And a nun's orchid is also coming back. I had to take a pause there because my neighbor knocked on the door and he brought me a bag full of cucumbers, at least like two dozen. He's been bringing me bags and bags of them <laughs> uh, the last month and in addition to our own cucumbers. And so I actually did some pickling uh, the other day. My husband did a little bit as well. He made some clossum type ones and I made um, a recipe that was my grandmother's. And uh, I actually, I canned mine this year, jarred them. Um, Last year, I did just a lot of refrigerator pickles because I didn't want to deal with a canner. Um, and they work fine, too. So, anyway, I have cucumbers coming on my ears, you guys. <laughs> um, so, yes, back to the flower garden. I'm sorry for the little train of thought there. Um, the nun's orchid, I was really excited to see it come back because it was 
pretty black and crispy, and I thought it was toast. But back in like mid-April, it finally started sending up new shoots, which was really exciting. I thought it, I thought it was gone. Um, uh, Salvia Garantica Argentinia Skies um, is a humongous salvia that I have, and it is pretty much taking over wherever it wants to take over. Um, bushes out great, has a nice little like light blue lilac-y kind of flower. Um, that's something I really like. Uh, the pineapple salvia is also doing well. It's also likes to take over and go where it pleases. Um, and I did a little experiment a couple months ago, threw some chia seeds out from my pantry and I kind of went overboard. So I had to do a lot of thinning. <laughs> But they are now like probably about three feet tall and starting to look like they're going to start flowering, which is pretty exciting. Um, so maybe I'll get some chia. And I didn't throw that in my vegetable garden. That is in my flower beds. So we'll see how those go. Um, I also seeded, started some seeds of Nicotiana and I put those out. I've had problems with deer on them before. We'll see how, how that goes. A deer, I had a ton of deer my, hanging out in my flower beds uh, this weekend which was really annoying. Had to literally open my door five feet away from me, herd a deer, shoo them out. So, um, something else I'm playing around with is leaving the false nettle, the Bomeria cylindrica, um, that sprouts up in my flower beds. It's actually along our pond as a, a natural plant there. And, um, I'm leaving it in the flower garden in one little spot near the milkweed because it is a host for the red admiral butterfly. And I wanted to try that out and see how I like it. See if it gets too crazy. See if I actually get any caterpillars from the red admiral or not. And, you know, if it doesn't do that great, I'll just rip it out. And I may have to battle it for a year or two to get it all out. But uh, we'll see. A um, couple things I also like in the flower garden. The propeller iris, Alophia drumundii. Um, we had a ton of it in one area that we planted near our citrus, just growing uh, naturally in our yard when we moved in. So we transplanted a lot of them and they had seed pods and we spread them out about in our flower garden in one certain section. And they've, they really thrive there. You kind of have to weed through, get some grass coming through. Sometimes I got to pick out, but, um, really love that. It is often confused with Herbertia lehu, the prairie nymph. Um, if you see that, if you, Googling propeller iris or anything like that on Google, you will see people mislabeling their pictures. So Herbertia has got a pale purple flower. Propeller iris has a dark flower, dark purple, and kind of has like some yellow spots and it, you'll definitely, there's a difference. Um, I would definitely recommend you look for a reputable site if you're trying to compare it. Um, and I'll put po post pictures on the, um, podcast webpage, um, for this episode so you could compare it to. So out in the vegetable garden earlier in the month, we pulled all of our carrots and uh, my husband did most of that work blanching and freezing. He's the carrot dude. He, that's a lot of work for, <laughs> that I don't really want to deal with. Um, so he does that. It's kind of like a snot divide and conquer sometimes in the vegetable garden. You know, if you care about one thing more, you kind of handle most of it. I help out a little bit and then others, you know, I care about more. I do a little bit more that kind of thing. So, um, he also, we had a lot of snap peas. They're done now. Um, but he did blanched and froze a lot of those. Um, tomatoes are really starting to come on. I've definitely, am almost to the point where I cannot keep up with eating them every few days. So we're going to have to start 
canning or um, making sauce, something like that very soon. I'm mostly getting Romas, Sun Golds, Matsuval Cherry, San Marzana or two, and then one called Bella Rosa. Um, that's what I had been getting, but I just harvested um, two SeaTex variety. It's actually named for some nursery in Conroe, Texas, which is a local variety. And I just, it's a new variety to me this year that our, one of our local garden centers had. And I think I saw a Cherokee purple are also starting to ripen. So that's exciting. The bigger beef sticky tomatoes are coming in. Um, blackberries are also coming in while well. I'm getting a cereal bowl full of them, um, over a day or two. So getting kind of full, all the greens are bolting in the garden, which is fine. So I'm starting to collect seeds. Um, the only things not bolting are the shard, which is fine because I think it's going to over summer. From what I understand, it will over summer here, uh, especially if you keep it in shadier sections. So we'll see if I can keep some shard going this summer. Been harvesting a lot of dill um, and cilantro. Um, well, the cilantro I'm harvesting the coriander, the seeds, and um, so I can have that in the in the kitchen. I've dried a lot of dill and parsley, and I'm also harvest, starting to harvest dill seeds, um, which I'm saving both for reseeding next year, but also for the kitchen. Uh, and still getting a few strawberries here and there. Um, definitely not keeping on top of them as well as I should be because the um, slugs and snails and things have been going to town on them too. And we also got bees back in the 1st of April. And our new hive uh, of bees after last year's disastrous collapse. So they're doing really well. They've got at least half the hive. And it's a top bar hive. Um, if you haven't listened to any of our episodes about bees before, um, it's about half the hive is full. And it has a little window in front so we can peek in. Um, but they're doing good. But we are seeing hive beetles again. And um, that's something we're going to have to battle. And Chris has been kind of taking care of that. I've got a lot of things that on my plate for summer for the garden. I need to get melons and more beans in. And uh, I did plant some cowpeas and some okra the other day. Actually, yesterday, before the rain. I wanted the rain to kind of soak that in. I need to get basil going, um, dragon tongue beans. And I have a lot of um, small tomato plants that will be my fall crop. I'm hoping it's my experiment for this year. So as maybe the romas fade out here in another month, I'm going to replace those with some of these other tomatoes. Um, so some of the determinate varieties when they're kind of done and over, I'm going to put uh, new tomato plants in those place. A couple of things I've been reading, um, braiding sweetgrass by Robin Wall Kimmerer. Um, I'm about halfway through, maybe 60% through the audiobook when it's read by Robin and um, it is a beautiful book and there's one of the books you, it's a book you want to just kind of savor, like listen for an hour and then kind of take a day or two off or sometimes I take a week off cause I get busy. Um, just it's, it's a beautiful book. It's about nature. It's about gardening. It's about life. It's, it's all sorts of things. Um, and then finally I finished second nature by Michael Pollan. It's his book he wrote back in the early nineties about gardening and it's actually pretty, it's pretty easy read. I picked it back up back in August and kind of put it down. And then I finished it over a camping weekend a few weeks ago. 
and I, uh, I really enjoyed it. And I thought it was kind of hilarious because he's talking about the organic movement kind of beginning. Well, I wouldn't say the beginning, but maybe the mainstream beginning in the early nineties, because you know, the really beginning was back in the sixties and seventies, the back to the landers, that kind of thing. But, um, he had a lot of a couple sections about seed companies that were around back in the nineties and talks about, you know, some of them aren't around anymore. Um, and then some of them like Johnny's, it's kind of like the hippie startup back then. And now it's, you know, one of the most popular places to order seeds from. Right. So I thought that was a very interesting commentary on gardening over 25 years. Um, probably longer than that because he probably wrote that book in the late eighties written reality before it got published. Um, and a book I'm really, really looking forward to, I haven't heard when it's going to be mailed yet is grow curious by Gayla trail of you grow girl. She did a, um, kickstarter back in October for this book. I think she'd been working on for a while, but she, it wasn't a book that, you know, a publisher was going to necessarily pick up. And so she did a Kickstarter. She wanted to publish it herself. And it was, it's the only Kickstarter I've ever backed. But I knew that she was someone I could definitely trust on having a good product and have it sent out. So I'm really excited. That's being published. It's almost done. And I'm hoping that's out, you know, next month. And I can report back to you guys next, uh, when I start the podcast back up. Um... Aside from that, I do have some a ton of podcasts that I want to share with you, and I'm only going to gloss over a couple of them, and I'm going to put all of the rest of them on the show notes um, because I think it'll get too winded for me to talk about all of them, but I'll do a little description about all of them on the podcast uh, webpage, and you guys can go and explore and check out um, some of the other gardening podcasts. Some of them are gardening, some of them are nature. Um, I always I listen to a bunch of other different podcasts too, but try to keep the ones that pertain to the garden natural world. Um, if you aren't listening to We Dig Plants at the Heritage Radio Network, you guys should. They're only put podcasting about once a month right now. They were doing pretty frequently during the non-main gardening season, but they're based out of Brooklyn and um, two landscape designers, and they talk about gardening, talk about all sorts of cool things from different authors and gardeners and landscape designers. Another one is Garden Fork Radio. Um, originally, we are really on YouTube a lot, but now they are on, uh, I do a podcast. It's little DIY, gardening, farming, little this, little that. Um, I really like them. The Root Simple podcast is kind of similar vein, but a little more focused on gardening, but they definitely have a lot of DIY um, and, you know, the Root Simple blog. I'm sure most of you guys have probably heard about them. Um, definitely one of the podcasts that I really enjoy listening to. Um, uh, Way to Garden. That's probably Margaret Roach. That's the big one. She's She podcasts weekly um, on her radio show too. So if you're in over in her neck of the woods, you're going to hear her radio show on her public radio station, but it's a podcast as well. Um, in the permaculture realm, I just found, um, mother earth news is putting out a podcast and it's pretty good so far. I really also liked, um, original transplants. They're out of Pennsylvania and they're kind of a homesteading permaculture podcast. This was a podcast. I just had, 
that I just kind of stumbled upon if you're digging around on iTunes one day. Um, and those are just two of the permaculture ones. Now, if you're a beginner gardener, there are two podcasts that I think you'll enjoy. And that's the Beginner's Gardener Garden. Um, she's based out of Arkansas. Um, she really just started, but she's good about going through each kind of crop and plant. And she's definitely more vegetable focused right now. So if you're a vegetable gardener, um, something to listen to, especially if you're a Southern gardener and then Encyclopedia Botanica, they are the Seattle urban farm company, I believe. And they're out of Seattle. (laughs) Um, but they do the similar thing, uh, talk about specific plants and how to grow them and, um, you know, stuff surrounding that. Down in Australia, there are two kind of interesting podcasts I like, The Hungry Gardener and Studio Rustica. Those are cool, um, kind of just a different perspective on gardening in a different climate. Um, In the more outdoors, botanical realm, In Defensive Plants and The Field Guides are both really fascinating podcasts. Um, In Defensive Plants is definitely much more of a sciencey and botanical kind of podcast. I mean, it gets into the nitty gritty about uh, botanizing in the natural world and definitely like that as well. And for more of a food focus, I like Delicious Revolution and uh, Garden Dine Love. And she's not, she hasn't posted anything recently, but she has a lot of good podcasts about local food, local gardens, um, that kind of thing. And, oh, I forgot another podcast for the, up in the gardening is uh, the Native Plant Podcast. Um, it's based out of North Carolina, Tennessee area, uh, but they talk about native plants uh, in the landscape and bring on really cool guests. Um, and sometimes I'll skip a podcast and I'm like, yeah, it's not interesting, but I'll go back in the archive later and I'll go, why didn't I listen to that one? That one's really good. Um, so you never know what you're going to find. And like I said, I'm going to post all of those uh, podcasts on the show notes so you can click through and subscribe to them as well. I'm also going to put some blogs that I follow um, too because people think blogging is dead, but there are diehard bloggers out there. And there are some really good ones. They just may not be as frequently as we used to blog, um, but they're there. So in the meantime, I am also really going to re- launch my <laughs> newsletter. I know I talked about that some last summer, um, but... I actually have enough subscribers now to feel like it's worth sending out something. So if you want to subscribe, I'm going to be sending out one later this week um, at the end of the month. And um, it'll just be once or twice a month, a little bit of what was going on in my garden, um, things I've been reading around the internet that might be um, useful to you. And uh, it won't be any spammy kind of thing. So Feel free to unsubscribe anytime, but you can find that at the gardenpathpodcast.com slash about. It'll be on the about page. And um, like I said, in the meantime, I'll probably be on Instagram pretty frequently. I really enjoy that platform, sharing photos of the garden, connecting with other gardeners. And um, I also have my personal blog. If you want to subscribe there, it's oceanicwilderness.com. Um, so yeah, I'm a marine biology major by... <laughs> by trade and um so I was once a ocean lover still an ocean lover but kind of more focused on the plants right now um so that's where that came from but I blog pretty frequently it's a little slowed down at the moment but about gardening hiking outdoors 
pictures of my kid, things like that. So um, you can keep up with me there too. And as always, you can drop me an email at thegardenpathpodcast at gmail.com and definitely love connecting with gardeners. And if you have an idea for the season, if you have thoughts about Patreon, if you have experience with Patreon, I'd definitely like to hear some more about that. Um, good and bad, either as a subscriber or a Patreon uh, person. <laughs> if you've been... Uh, if you have your own Patreon that you're getting uh, support from for whatever reason, that is, uh, that'd be great to connect with. So I hope you guys have an awesome summer gardening and don't get too hot and hope you have perfect weather conditions and no crazy bugs. And I'll see you guys talk to you guys in October or November next uh, season. <laughs>